Okay, welcome everyone. Um, we're in Perak Ravii. Chelak Aleph, Perak Ravii. And we are in Ois. So just, we mentioned at the end of Ois Dalet that the reason why you need to have uh, that at least Bekoyach the body becomes uplifted through the mitzvahs is because if it didn't, if there was no connection, if it was not, if it would not pile ice, anything on the body in this world, then it couldn't be otherwise an Alam Haba because there's an ironclad rule that anything that happens in this world, anything that happens in Alam Haba has to be created in this world. And nothing is created freshly in Alam Haba. So we've mentioned previously, it's a little off topic, but we just want to... I, I, an interesting idea, it brings out uh, a little bit of Ashlam of the Indian. The, um, we've mentioned that according to the Rambam, the, the Rambam holds that Alam Habo is only in the Shamas. So there's a Kasha on the Rambam, what's the point then of Tchiyas If after someone dies, the Neshama already goes to, so to speak, Alam Habo, something very similar to Alam Habo, what's the point of taking an animal Alam Habo, putting it back into a body, which is a lower experience, and then only to eventually take it out and put it back in the Alam Haba again, just leave him there. So we explained that the, the Rambam, it seems the Rambam Shita is, that the, the purpose of Tchis HaMesim is because in this world there are things which hold someone back, which can hold people back from doing mitzvahs. Now, uh, although there's a concept of Onus Rachman and, and that if someone uh, wants to do a mitzvah, Hashem considers it a kilo, it's done. There are certain things that people don't even want to because of shibud machiyas, because of the needs of work, because of, of the difficulties of daily existence, that they're just not able to have the, the meichin, the, to, to think along those lines of doing certain things. So Hashem, uh, therefore, in order to allow them to achieve the olam haba that would be possible, sends them back into this world, but in an idealistic setting, in a setting where there are no maniyas. And that allows a person to flower into the greatest self that they can be. Um, it's still, still while making, so to speak, um, uh, um, choices, but it's, there's now nothing holding you back from making those proper choices. Now what's the point? Hashem knows what you're going to choose anyways. But the Territ says this rule. The rule is that a person cannot get Olam Haba for things they didn't do. Um, and therefore, Hashem gives you the opportunity to do it so that you should be able to get Alam Haba for it. <clears throat> so there's a fascinating sheet of the Rambam like this. The Rambam holds that humans cannot talk or interact with Malachim. There's no way for a human to interact with a Malach. And he says that any time in Tanakh where you find a human interacting with a Malach, so it's, it's, the Torah is actually describing a dream. The person is, fell asleep, and they have a vision of themselves interacting with the Malach. Okay? So that means that when Abraham met the three Malachim in Pashas Vayera, that means that well, he did not meet three Malachim. He fell asleep. Right? He was sitting out in the hot sun, and he was either, it's not that he fell asleep from heat, he was anyways having a Maranavua with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and part of his Maranavua was that these three angels come to him, dressed up as people, and exactly what's described in the Chumash there, but it's not taking place in a wakeful state, it is taking place in a dream state. 
So again, the, the whole chit. Right. All dreams. With the snap. With the snap. That for sure is, is a, that's an out of body experience. Let's put it that way. Um, so, again, and, and that's, that's the Gemara and Sukkah that you just learned. Seems to bear that out, right? The Masha was never all Lamar. So, where did he meet the Malachim? So, he met the Malachim not in his mind. His mind went Lamar, but not him, not him himself. <clears throat> so, the, the, in many cases, it's easy to see how you could do that. In the case of Avraham, there's a particular issue that <clears throat> comes up. And that is that, based on certain things that Avram did in those interactions, Klal Yisrael got benefits from them, and in one case, a e-benefit, right? Because Avraham served the Malachim, and he served them himself bread and meat, so Hashem served us in the Midbar bread and meat. And because Avraham told Yishmael to bring water, so therefore the water was not provided directly by Hashem, it was provided through Moshe Rabbeinu, and the whole problem with Memoriva only happened because Avraham Avinu did not directly give the water to Klaiso, had he uh, to, to the Malachim, had he directly chosen to give it to the Malachim. So then he would, um, so then he, we wouldn't have, Moshe would, Hashem would have directly given it, you know, it would have rained instead of, uh, instead of Moshe having to hit the rock, and we would have, Moshe would have gone to it. So without all, obviously very far reaching consequences of a dream. Um, What's what's pshat? So that what? Yeah. So so the, but that's not luchayr. That's not a punishment or a war. No, punishment. It was a physical manifestation of this. Right. So in the dream, he struggles. It's you know, it's just like no, Hashem could tell a, you. There was a physical manifestation of this interaction, which is what he was limping. No, that could be. That's also part. Even that that could also right. That luchayr. Uh, that would also be part of it. Um, but my problem here is not the fin- that, that there's physical manifestations. My problem is that there's scharva oinish based on something that happened in a dream. So now, th- there is a concept that if a person sees, um, if, they, if they hear that they made a nether in a dream, that they should keep the nether or, or do hatavas, hatavas nadorim on the nether. Uh, that the fact, but again, that, that really seems to be more of a reflection of the fact that it may be a, a representative of the, that in Shemayim they have a taina on the person. Um, it's not clear why, what the halachic need for a, for, uh, for, or it may just be that if you make another and you sleep, you're high to keep it. But, but the free will element is interesting. So, Ravram ben Arambam goes lock, stock, and barrel with the sheet of his father. When in his Pirsh and Chumash, whenever it comes up that, the parts that we have, whenever it comes up that someone interacts with a Malach, he clearly is mefarish as a dream. And in the case of Avram Vinu as well, he's mefarish as a dream. And he says a very interesting idea. He says that since um, in the dream, these are the choices that Avraham made, so he can be rewarded with schar v'aynish for them, not because, it doesn't sound like because he's actively making the choice in the dream. It's because it's representative of where he's holding that that's the way he acted in the dream. So, again, it, it's, it's a matter that needs greater Elon, but it, it takes this discussion of having to do it in this world uh, to a, an interesting place. The high it, to just have it in potential. To just be that I'm holding on the level that I would make the right choice, that's not good enough. You don't get Olam Haba 
as if you made the choice just because you're holding there. You actually have to go through the Messiah and make the choice. But if, if a dream happens in this world that shows you acting that way, even though you're asleep and you're not actively choosing it, it's just the dream is acting out those things that you are holding by. That's good enough to count as in this world, and then you can get scar for it. That's, a, that's an interesting sounding concept. It's for yes or in. Right, I'm on a Shavuos night. I just share something like that. Can you be Mekayim Mitzvahs in your dreams? But everyone sleeping. <laughs> Practical halacha. <laughs> so, so I just uh, we mentioned it. So I thought we'd bring it up. Okay. So I say. <clears throat> so the the Ramchala said that. Uh, recognizing, so to speak, the problem that we're going to have in this world, that we are, exist in a physical world, we are physical, all our, um, all our asokim have to be spiritual, uh, physical. So obviously it's easy to get swamped by the physical. And even if we would succeed in not getting swamped by the physical and disassociating ourselves from it, so then we would be starving our body of what it needs to be... Uh, to be of equal partner with the neshama in Avod Zeshem. So Hashem instead set up, the way he described it is, Storm and Gvolos. He set up a program for us to follow, and things not to avoid, things to avoid, not, not to do, and by physical things, physical things not to do, physical actions to refrain from, physical actions to do, and by doing these physical actions in the way that Hashem said, under the circumstances that Hashem said, not only does one not become sucked after this world, but Adrabah, the very physicality, becomes a, strengthen, a strengthener of his spirituality. And rather than his spirituality, so to speak, being in the luftin, but not always coming out, and it becomes rock solid by him. And again, like we said, when a person... It, it, it has an inspiration and they, they turn it into action. So the inspiration lasts and it becomes stronger. So that's how it is with all the mice and mitzvah strengthen the deyos that a person is supposed to have. And the correct attitudes that a person is supposed to have if there was a constant battle between his mind and his body, so they would be weak still. And like this, not by, by making it that the body in, acts within those deyos, so it, it not only doesn't weaken them, it strengthens them, while at the same time, de-physicality-aiding the body, making the body less physical, and, and turning it much more spiritual to the point that it can eventually be uplifted by the neshama to become the spiritual thing it's supposed to be. So now, that was, he was talking in general. Now he's going to talk uh, specific. These uh, programs and... Uh, boundaries that Hashem has set up, that is generally all the mitzvahs. The mitzvahs, the active mitzvahs, and the mitzvahs not to do things. Each one of them uh, is, is, is set up to, to further the purpose of Bringing with into a person the ha'atzimbai and making a part of him, achas me madregois from amayla hamitis. one of the uh, facets of perfection, which the, the, equals closeness to Hashem, equals similarity to Hashem that we spoke about, which is what Olam Haba is. 
So each one of them, in some way, brings him closer to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Makes him again, not just brings him closer, makes him more similar to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. The Hasoras Echad Me'inyoni Hachoyshech Vachesurnes, and it peels back a layer of darkness and and lack that a person has in a way that a person is either not similar to HaKadosh Baruch Hu or insensitive to, to the reality of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So that gets lessened by the person um, doing these mitzvahs and avoiding these events. Al yidei poil ha-mitzvahs asay hahi. By doing that mitzvah, oi ha-maniya min ha-lois or not doing the thing he was told not to do. So in that, in that way, each one of them, it seems, accomplishes both of these. That means when a person does a mitzvah zaseh, so it introduces into him and, and makes more firmly a part of him one of the milas that he has to have, a way that he's more doymet hagadish baruchu. And at the same time, it weakens the hold of physicality on him. And the same thing is with a loisaseh. It's first of all, certainly, by, if you would do the avera, it would increase darkness and chumrahs in the world, so it's, it doesn't do that. But additionally, the act of holding oneself back from doing an Avera is considered to be an act. And it brings into him a Milo, and, and it, and it uh, peels back some of the layers of what's already in him of negativity. So, Loisa uh, say, should not just be thought of as avoiding a problem. Alois, avoiding a say is an act of serving Hashem. And it, and it does what acts of serving Hashem do. Well, here it's partial like that. I'm saying right now I'm not being the kind of say of not stealing, right? You have no um, ability to steal right now, but... Let's assume that, right? So, essentially, when that, when that opportunity comes up, and not doing it is the same thing as doing a, a, a mitzvahsasei. Well... You might you're say not. You know, it's, you're not physically. You're not using the physical world. You're not part, physically doing what anything. Are, what are you using not to steal? Nothing. You just, just your brain. You're not stealing. No. But what What is helping? What is making you not steal? Your Your the bechira. Your willpower. Whatever you want to call it. So is that physical? No. That's That's halgufa. That's seichel. But because it's being, it's playing out on the canvas of the physical world. That means there's a physical object that you want to steal. And there are physical opportunities to steal it. And the physical afsharas to steal so it. And the goof didn't do anything. The goof did. The goof felt an urge. And the goof quelled it. And the neshama quelled that urge. And the goof allowed it to be quelled. So the goof didn't, didn't do anything. Right. But because it's with the physical world. that you know, As opposed to a person in his imagination. That's what I'm trying to say. Inside the goof, there's no difference between when there was no opportunity and it didn't do anything. Sure there was. Because now yeah. there's a physical thing in front of me. And my goof becomes activated. When a person is just sitting in his room. And let's say he's, the, the, the and he's jealous. So that's, that's a pu'ula of... Again, it's more distantly, it's a pu'ula of, of the physical world also because you have to have seen something. You wouldn't be jealous of nothing. But, but because it's triggered by the physical world, so it becomes... It, it draws on the physical and it ignites one's physical desires. And therefore... I'm, I'm trying to contrast it with the essay. Asay is very easy to understand where the goof is doing the mitzvah. Yeah, that's, it's a bit chiddish that Loisa says do this. That a Loisa says is considered to be an asay. 
In other words, when a person has an opportunity for a loisa, say, and they hold themselves back from it, it it's poil like a, an active mitzvah. It's not mamish like an active mitzvah. There's differences. I say it's doich loisa, say. But, but it, it, it has elements in which it acts like a, like a, a let's say, um, in, in uh, other svarim of the Ramchal and other places, it says, Ramchal uh, Vital brings it down, that the, the Chavz Chaim brings it down in Shemitz Lashem, that the, the, the physical body is mechavenes, it's matched up with the Neshama. The Neshama has 248 limbs, so to speak, and and it has three hundred and sixty five something else shesagidim, and and the the neshama so too has, or the the guf also has limbs and gidim, so the limbs are what the body uses to do things. Right, that's how it's poil eyes. So the 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 mitzvah match up with those with those limbs, and the mitzvah are how we do things in the spiritual world. Um, in other words, it gives our neshama the ability to, so speak, so speak, be active in the physical world, to, to 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 exist and to move around and to influence the spiritual world. What gidim? It's not clear exactly what the three hundred sixty-five gidim are. It seems that they're either or both ligaments and veins. So um, what the ligaments and veins do is they create connections between the various parts of the body, and they allow. They allow the life force to get to the limbs. Um, so, in a spiritual sense, if if we're saying that that the loisa says a kanegadagidim, it means while they pile eyes and they create shleimos, they do so in a different way. They do it by allowing the or Hashem to come to the spiritual limbs of the of the neshama. So it 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 it, it, it functions like. Allah say in other words, it, 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 it removes blockages and it allows, it creates connections between the different parts. So instead of having, let, let's just say that there would be a part of a person that's represented by, by uh, Yeshiva Sukkah, and there's a part of a person that's represented by Tekiah Shoifer and those two mitzvahs, but they really wouldn't have anything to do with each other. And it would be like the person would be disjointed. You have an arm over here and a body over here. They're both there, but they can't do what they have to do. The keeping away and what's, what's, what's stopping them from acting together is that there's something in the way there's a lack of or Hashem that's not allowing them to function in one unified unit because Hashem is one unified thing the lois essays are the thing that clear away those blockages and they allow the, the, the spiritual body to function as one uh, integrated unit and allow things to flow from one to the other allow the mitzvahs to join together to become all one zach. So again, they don't pile, or while they do affect the spiritual world like a mitzvah does, the effect is different than the effect of a mitzvah. Say, just like in this world, it's done differently than a mitzvah say is done. Okay. The ulam prat ha kulam. In fact, not only in general is this what the mitzvahs are, but every detail of each mitzvah. Each specific mitzvah, and the details of every mitzvah, they're all based on the reality of existence, and on all the specific details of the psyche of a person, 
And the Amitas in Yoni Hashleim is Hamitzrochim, and the reality of what the potential perfection of a person looks like, and what it takes to get there. And that's how the mitzvah of this, each detail of the mitzvah is there because in a certain way it brings out a, 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 a point of what is necessary for the shleimus of a person. Um, if a person would properly understand the entire system, so then every single detail of time and mitzvah would make sense. Not just general, like when you, if you look in the time and swarm, so there's um, general categories of what they're meant to achieve. You know, in in the in the, let's say say for uh, say for hachinuch. So he gives, in very broad strokes, he's explaining what the shorish of the mitzvah is. It's, uh, it does not that shorish does not take into account the details of the of the mitzvah. The Rambam writes that that if someone tries to do that, they're a fool. Someone who gives time and mitzvahs and tries to account for all the details is a fool. And Reb Shem Shofar Hirsch very strongly disagrees. And when he gives time and mitzvahs, he tries as much as possible to account for every detail that he can. But even then, and, and he feels that a tam that, does it, that goes against one of the details is, not, is inadmissible as a tam. But even Reb Shem Shofar Hirsch does not, in every case, Explain every single every single detail of the halacha. He just he he will say he'll say you know I don't see how this fits in. Let's say he won't say something that's op- obviously opposite, but but you know it doesn't necessarily explain everything because some of the details are there now. Hashem is so to speak big enough that he can give mitzvahs that work on multiple levels. That means they work when you see them as general klolim. They work and they make sense and they accomplish on a musr level. They accomplish on a Ben al level. They accomplish on a, so to speak, a universal level. Right? People who approach the Torah as some universal law that's meant to help humanity understand. It's true. It is a, the Torah is an Ar La'amim. And there is a level on which Torah can be understood that it gives instruction for a guy on how to live a good life in this world. But it's also much, 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 much deeper than that. And it actually matches up perfectly with every single detail of, of um, creation. So, for example, if, if you were looking at the programming of a, of a computer program, and you see a bunch of zeros and ones. So someone who, you know, just very generally can tell you this section of code is dealing with, you know, what the, uh, the environment is going to look like on this thing. And this section of code here, that's the coloring. This section of code, but he does Someone who knows it better, or he's not wrong, that person. And, and he, can, you know, he can teach you to get into all the nitty-gritty of everything. You would have to know the program perfectly. You would have to know programming perfectly. But someone who knows everything can tell you down to each zero and one. If this does exactly this. this does, that leaf that you see in that picture is this set of numbers here. The vein in the middle of the leaf is this set of numbers over here. The, 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 the coloring of that vein is this set of numbers over here. Because it's, if it didn't have coding, it wouldn't be on the screen. Right? Everything that's here is there because it's in the Torah. So then, then that means uh, the details are there for a reason. And the details are there, he's telling us, in order to bring about shleimus of the person. Um, shleimus of the neshamas, though. The person. Well, we're going through a mechal that it's shleimus of everything. Right? everything. Well, 
Um, so, Vomna, Chachma Hel Yoyna, Hashem's Chachma, Sheyadas, Kolzelamita, he fully understands the, re- the absolute reality of, again, he understands everything about us in ways that we don't understand. He understands, he, he, right, he knows parts of our body that science has not yet found to exist. And, and he knows what they represent and what they match up to. He understands our psyche in ways that psychology does not understand yet or ever will necessarily. He understands the mitzvahs better than we understand them. He understands the kavonas of the mitzvahs better than we understand them. And in Hashem's absolute understanding, so then everything matches up perfectly. Uh, so he knows, He knows all the different aspects of all created things plus how they interact with each other. Vishimu Shehem, how they use, Kemoshiva the way he created the Bamas. Truthfully, in the full reality. Hashkifa Alakol, he looks at it all in one big glance. The Klolo and everything that is needed for all the Briyas to reach their complete Hashlama is included in Mitzvah Shisamanabatarasa. In the mitzvahs that are done in our, that are included in our Torah. And Hashem made all this Everything is there for our good. So obviously, one can understand how um, silly it is, so to speak, to try to add to the Torah, detract from the Torah. Even if someone is a Baal Ruch Hakodesh, even if someone is a Navi. The, the, the level of Das does not come close to approaching what is necessary in order to actually make mitzvahs. Now, the, the Torah does say that Chazal is supposed to make mitzvahs and supposed to make Gedorim, and therefore, within what Hashem has given them, within the Ruch HaKodesh and the, and the Ziyat HaDashma they're given, there are certain things they have to do. But they, they do it clearly as a Drabona. It's not meant to take the place of a Daraisa. It's not meant to add to the Torah. It's meant to do what it's meant to do. Um, and mitzvahs asay, the Chazal had a find Ramazim too, they could not make them without Ramazim. And uh, in the Torah, that it's already meant to be there. And a mitzvahs asay is more of a protective measure to, to make sure that we do not over on, on the asays, uh, on, the, on, the, on the Torah, things that the Torah is said to do. Um, The, the, okay, there's a there's a there's a a problem here. There's a problem like this. Uh, on, uh, in this expansion, it talks about shaykhad. Right? A dying is not allowed to take shaykhad. Shaykhad creates uh, uh, confusion and it blinds his eyes and takes away his chachma, etc. So. There's a problem with the Chazanish the, the in Amun Abitachan. So, in, when he's uh, speaking out the problems with, some of his problems with what, uh, certain versions of the Musa Mahalach. So, he says people make Musa Verter that don't match up with Halacha. So, there's a very um, common uh, Musa Vert that people say. Based on this, on the parish of Shaykhad, they say, Madoch, a person has Shaykhad towards others, so the greatest Shaykhad a person has is to himself. And that we become incapable of arriving at the truth when it comes to our truth, when it comes to ourself. Um, 
And then they, they'll bring in the story that they say with the shach, but it can't be the shach. So then it's with the nasivas that he had a dim Torah and he, he advanced a line of reasoning. And the Dayan who was hearing the dim Torah said, I hear, but uh, I hold not like you. And he said a different line of reasoning. And, and therefore I pass him that you're chayev. So the nasivas came over to him afterwards and he says, look, I accept your psach, just uh, where'd you get that line of reasoning from? So it says this beautiful new sefer that came out, Nasivus Mishpat. Um, it says that here. Nasivus had Paschal not like, had advanced line of reasoning, not like his own psak. So they said, oh, I see that the Shechad, Shechad happens. Lamai says of the Chazanish that in Halacha, there is no Halacha that a person not allowed to Paschal in Shilas that affect himself. And um, we will not necessarily rely on him if the first time someone advances a a psak is when it's negea to him. And he says over Shmuah that he heard, so he's not Naman, it seems, on that Shmuah. And we find the Gemara in Kedushin, where Rav Huna was, uh, um, uh, Rav Yehuda was, was uh, accused of uh, slandering someone, and he said that Shmuel said that if someone claims to be from Marcus Chashman, from Beis Chashman there, then Ramzer. And Rav Nachman said, very nicely saying, so is there someone to corroborate, corroborate your your Shmuah here. And the reason is because now it's Negea to you. Um, so he said, yeah, go ask Rav Huna what, what, what uh, Shmuel said with one foot in the boat and one foot out of the boat. And that was this part. But the point, the, so there, we, that's our problem. But as far as the person himself is concerned, let's say a person knows how to paskin. And he has a, a, a multi-million dollar shower that comes up with kashos in his uh, plant. If he knows the Allah, he's allowed to paskin it. And we don't say, no, shaykhad, and you're not allowed to. And... Um, and so too, uh, you're allowed to pass in Shilas for your brother, right? whatever. There's, so, so how come, again, it's, it seems like the Kalvachem is valid. So, so what's Pshat? So Zot the Chazanish, you're looking at it backwards. He says, Hashem is the stock of Baraisa Ubar Alma. So he, the Torah says that Shoichad is Yavre Enechacham. So he says, wherever the Torah said that, whichever types of Shaykh the Torah said it about, so then that force of Yisalif Divri Chachamim and Yavre and Chachamim comes into effect. And in a place where the Torah didn't say it, so it doesn't come into effect. So your, your, your logic is off because you're coming at it, you're approaching it wrong. You think the Torah answered it because you have a predisposition. It's the other way around. It's because the Torah answered it, that's why it creates this problem of Shoichah. And when the Torah didn't answer it, so there's no problem of Shoichah. Now, there, there, may be a, there may be an issue of Shoichah, but it's, it's conquerable. And you could overcome it if you work hard. And so obviously a person who knows that he's biased, and he knows that he lacks Yerushalayim, should not pass in child for himself. Because he knows that he's not going to pass them correctly. He knows that he's going to be swayed. But there's no absolute issue in the Torah to do so because it's an overcomable thing. Masha Enkein, where the Torah said that it ruins your ability to see properly, it ruins your ability to see properly because the Torah said so. So that part and many others like that seem to put the Torah first. That means the Torah is there because the Torah is there. For whatever reasons, however Hashem chose to write the Torah, Whatever system that's based on, whatever chokhmah that is based on, it's, that came first. And then man was created based on what's written in the Torah. Here the Ramchal seems to be saying the opposite. He seems to be saying that Hashem first looked into man, saw what man has within him. 
he saw that a person has a problem with Shaykhad, and therefore he went into the Torah not to take Shaykhad. Right? So it's the opposite of the word that the Chazan that the, that the Isha said. It would seem. Yes? Right. You have a similar Muslim by Rivas. That it only became a bad thing because of Torah. What do you mean by a bad thing? That you're not allowed to do it. Right, right. right. In Savari, you should be allowed the to do it. The is that it's a good thing in Matthias and the Velt because that's what commerce runs on. No, it's, it's also, and it's fair. You're allowed to do it in every other area. Anytime you give something to someone, you're allowed to charge rent for it. So why can't you rent out your money? And Puntai, when, and Tergai, it's a mitzvah. It's a to do it. So it, it becomes a good thing when it's mutter and it's a bad thing when it's awesome. So, again. And that would go sort of that the stock of rice around. Right. So, so, I think that it is, it is a false question. Um, it, I, th- I think I, the way it goes like this. The first thing, is, the, what comes first, so to speak, is man. But, what do, what do we mean by man? We don't mean man as he is in this world. We mean what's being described here. What, in other words, what comes first is Hashem. And ha- Hashem wants to make something that will be rochuk from him, but have the ability to come close to him. So, with, however Hashem chose to do that, to, where Hashem chose to put this original creation over here, there's now a certain amount of richok. There's different things that are lacking within that person that he needs to get in order to come close to Hashem. Based on that is how Hashem wrote the Torah. What would bring the person close from... So, in other words, the first came the neshama of Ayyid. And based on where the neshama is... The neshama is always with the guf. No, the no, no, no. It's not always with the guf. First came a neshama. According to Ramchal, the neshama... Hold on. First, riding in tandem. No, first came the neshama. Then, based on the lack that that neshama would have, and the potential lacks that would come up by being combined with the guf, so then Hashem, Hashem wrote the Torah. And now he takes that Torah, and to see what's written in there, he created the environment... That would Taka bring out what's meant to be brought out for the Neshama. So, the Hainu, why is, why is it that Shoichad only works? You know, why does the Torah say that, shoichad, that a person feels Shoichad in these situations and not in those situations? Because that's what would bring out the Hashlama of the Neshama. Once Hashem did that, He now created a world in which the drives that function within a person are the ones that will be fixed by the Torah. You know, the Hainu, Hashem saw the Chesronis, wrote the Torah Kefi the Chesronis, and then created a world that is fixable using the Torah. He's not going to create things in the world that don't match up with the Torah, because then they won't be fixable. You, if, the Torah doesn't, if the Torah talks about bananas as if they were a fruit, and, and now Hashem is going to create them as if they're a vegetable, so then you're not going to be able to fix the problem that bananas present. A guy has a big tie of bananas, and he's going to approach it you know, uh, uh, with the halachas of a fruit, so he's going to take arla from it, and, or not take arla from it, and he's going to uh, deal with it like a fruit, and really it's, Hashem made it a vegetable. So then, it, it's, not gonna, it's not going to get uh, the hashlama that it needs. So Hashem created things kafi the way the Torah has them, and the Torah is written kafi the way that will bring out the hashlama in the person. So, the Chazanish is right, that the drives that we experience within ourselves are only kafi the way the Torah says so. The reason why things are good or things are bad is because the Torah makes them good or bad. And, that, and, and now the Torah made them good or bad. But how was the, what is the underlying logic 
for how the Torah is written, although we cannot understand it in its full detail, but in a general sense, we can understand the way the Torah was written was in order to allow us to interact with this world, which will be written in the Torah, and come to the Hashlama, that act that comes about because of the way our Hashlama was created. And, and, um, uh, yeah. I can't say it on What? I don't say it on a simple level. That is not good, right? Hashem planned it all like that, instead of saying that it had to be that the Neshama was before the Machshava, so to speak. When you're answering the Chazanesh. No, no, it's the Torah. Everything in the world is a reflection of the Torah. But the Torah is a reflection of... Of, of what, it's, what the purpose of the Torah is for. Of, right, it's a reflection of us. Okay, it's the way you said it, that the person... The Neshama came before the Torah, so to speak. Yeah. Or that was all in the same Akshaba, that there was going to be a person. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. I don't mean there was actually a Neshama yet. The Torah the is before the, the right. actual creation of the Sham. Creation but, of the world, for that matter. That's for sure. It's for sure before the so creation of the world. I don't know. I, I know uh, I'm sure it's Mufurish in, in Kabbalah, and I don't know the I don't know. I don't know Kabbalah. But the the um the the, the what's it called? I'm just saying the, the, the machshava of what human would need. The world, the complete Bria is human centric. From the very first element of the Bria, it's for humans to bring about the Milo that humans need to bring about, which is Kirvis Lakim, through removal of and of Chisroinus, acquisition of Shleimus, and the Torah is written Kafi that. Uh, um, again, that's what I understand from what's written here. If, if, uh, if what I'm saying is wrong, then, then what I'm saying is wrong. So uh, I hope not. Uh, my Kafi, everything I understand, I think what I'm saying is. is Correct. So that would that would answer up this again this seeming stereo between what it says here that word of the Chazanish is that they're both true. For it, it, the Torah is human centric, and then based on that, the world was created to match up to that which says in the Torah in order so that the two things could work together. That the Torah could pilize on uh, in this world on the person to reach Hashlam. You could say when the man is created, I think that's essentially what you're saying. It is. A fruit because it has to be a fruit. Because it's a that it's a vegetable. It's a vegetable. It's a vegetable because because it, it has, has to, because it has the to only be like way that. right the only way that that now hind that Hashem looked at whatever our chesaron was when it comes to the spiritual power called bananas and and or eating and whatever as it would relate the detail as it would relate to bananas and he understood that by by acting. In this way, towards that potential thing, we would gain hashlama. So therefore, he wrote into the Torah that a banana is a fruit, is a vegetable. And because it says so in the Torah, now, bananas, as vegetables, grew out in this world. What about Cain and Cain murdering somebody? Right. So only because refraining from murder would be a benefit for us, therefore Hashem made the afsharis of murder. No, I mean to say is whether it's a, that it's a bad thing, and, and that it's and, no, that it's and a bad that, thing, and that's it's a, only because the Torah had that in its plan. Well, it, it, if the Torah would uh, so, if the Torah would not say that it's bad, then it wouldn't be bad. But why does the Torah say it's bad? It's because it's in a Kodesh Baruch and not just in the in the general cloud of because Hashem doesn't murder people. It's because in every single detail of what murder is and what murder does and all the effects that murder has. 
it, when a person engages in it, it makes them undoymet Hashem. So that's why Hashem made it also. You know, we, we discussed it once on a Thursday share. On the Thursday share, on time and mitzvah, is that, that they're, they're, although they are human centric, they're really HaKadosh Baruch Hu centric. You know, that, that's a Shiloh that's asked in the Velt. So exactly Where did Hashem get it from? Why? It, it, did, if Hashem made it bad, if it's only because Hashem made it that way, so it's arbitrary. And if Hashem made it bad because it's bad, where did it come bad from? Why is it bad? The answer is, it's not arbitrary, and, but it's also not because it's something in this world or some outside force. It's because of Hashem. Because it's that's, what, that's the definition of the word bad. It's not why it's bad. That's what the word bad means. There's no other functional definition of that word. There's no functional definition of the word good. There's no functional definition of the word bad. Right, it's people made up, they use a word and they don't define it, so then they have a kasha. Where do bad things come from? Well, define what bad means. Uh, I don't like it. No, that's not bad, sorry. Um, bad means it's not, doesn't bring you close to Hashem. It, it's marchik you from Hashem. That's the definition of bad. And that's why Hashem made it bad. And why is Hashem that way? That's okay, so the Hashem with, You think with the whole kasha. Right. Saying... Correct. Again, in the Velt, in the Velt, they have a name for this. It's called uh, someone's paradox, some Greek guy's paradox. And there are people who are not, um, um, let's say, that they're simplistic in their way of thinking about things, or they're not sophisticated in the dark uh, Jewish philosophy, or any philosophy for that matter. They get very nispol from this argument. And it's unfortunately knocked a lot of people, uh, a thinking type of people, out of religion. Obviously, it only knocks people out who were looking to go out. Because although if they were not looking, if they were looking for the truth, they would have found the solution, the answer to the question too. It's not that hard to find. The Svarim talk about it. But, uh, you know, in Yeshiva, when every once in a while, most boys are very open about the fact that, that their Shilas are not the problem. But every once in a while, there's a boy who holds that his Shilas are mamish. That's what's causing the problem. So uh, I sit down with them. I make three columns. I say, what, what do you have that is just hard for you to understand? What do you think you have a steer or two? And what do you just not like? And I try to put all his things into categories. And, and if a person ever says they have a strong question on something, my first follow-up question, even before I start talking to them, I say, just fill this out. How long have you spent trying to find a solution to the answer to this question? It's five minutes, he thought about it. He thought about it. That says, I thought about it for a long time. How long is your long time? I don't try to pin them down, but uh, whatever. What they call a long time, you know, is between uh, half a commercial break. But, but uh, did you look at anyway? I mean, do you, are you aware that this firm that deal with Shilas? No, he didn't look at it. I said, come on, you're not serious about it. And then we finally get to the point, no, it's actually because, you know, my father hit me, whatever, whatever his time is, or because he wants to do such and such. It's not the shot. Very, we're not the type who are so moved by uh, philosophical, you know, the, the, theological questions. But there are some people, so people who are weak, get knocked out by this issue. They, they're very nespolak because they never thought of it. Coming, oh wow, talking that, that is whoa. Ah! No, sorry. Eh. Okay, it's just it's a play on words, and it's not it's not that big a shot. So that that's the Indian here now. Um, there, there is one issue that, that uh, I, we're obviously going to have to deal with next week, but Bezashem is 
uh, it would seem, based on this, that Hashem has included everything in the Torah. So what's with, the, again, what we discussed on Thursday, these chasidish inyanim? What's with lighting candles? If it's, lighting candles is not a mitzvah, so that means it doesn't, if, if it created shleimus in a person, Hashem would have made it a mitzvah. And, and uh, if it doesn't, so then, uh, then what's the point of doing it? Kasha, homework. Okay.